0: It seems to me from the conversations that I had over the weekend, there are only two conversations that people have nowadays. It's either Trump and what the heck is going on south of the 49th parallel or closer to home. It's the housing crisis. And it is a housing crisis now. Let's not kid ourselves. You know, when you look at your life and you think, well, I'm in a house already but I can't afford to move, and where are my kids going to live when it comes time for them to buy a house and the affordability or lack of affordable housing uh, in the city of Toronto and beyond in the GTA, then that's a problem. The Liberals have promised to bring forward a package of housing affordability measures with at least some of them to be included in the spring budget. This is according to uh, Jessica Smith-Cross from the Canadian Press and a story she wrote on this, and the Ontario government is dismissing Suggestions that the province's anti sprawl policies are contributing to the housing supply shortage and uh, soaring home prices in the GTA and Hamilton area. Basically, it seems to me that the Wynn government have their hands firmed place, uh, placed firmly over their ears saying, I can't hear you this time. We can't hear you. Uh, Brian Tucky is the CEO of a BUILD. And uh, Brian, he joins us on the phone right now. The Building Industry and Land Development Association is what BUILD stands for. Brian, do we have a problem with supply in the City of Toronto?
1: Well, first of all, Kelly, thank you so very much for having me on the show. And uh, the building industry has been saying for a a number of years now that we do have a housing supply issue in the greater Toronto area. We first started to see this uh, trend um, in about 2010 in the low-rise homes. And so a low-rise home is anything that's under you know, four stories like from a townhouse perspective. And when we talk about supply, we look at what are in builder inventories. And that's really important. They're what they have available to sell. And when you look at that uh, from a retail uh, perspective, it's like almost how many homes are in your warehouse. And when you have uh, so few homes in your warehouse, you, you do find a limited choice, first for the consumer, and second, increased uh, prices in, in homes, especially in ground-related. Uh, from a high-rise market, we started to see similar trends where our builder inventory declined markley in uh, high-rise homes about a year ago, and that's the first time in my time with Build that we actually saw uh, housing increases or price increases in high-rise homes.
0: It's hard to believe the availability is down as far as high-rises, because wherever you look in the city of Toronto, it seems like there's a new condo going up. Yeah, that's a, that's a really interesting point,
1: uh, Kelly, is that last year, or 10 years ago, we would have had about 23,000 uh, high-rise homes in builders' inventory. Last uh, month, we had about ten thousand, so mm-hmm. less than less than half. And I think it shows very much just the enormity of the task that we have to actually build homes in the Greater Toronto Area. Uh, there's in and around a hundred thousand people going to be coming to this wonderful region every single year, and about thirty six thousand households formed, so when you think it through, generally when a person uh, forms a household, they need a home to live live in so you 're going to be seeing between you know thirty six and forty thousand homes built in the greater Toronto area every single year uh, for the next forty years, according to provincial forecasts
0: why don 't we start building on places that have been arbitrarily been called green like well, greenbelt. Think- I think,
1: first of all, I want to make it very clear that the home building and land development industry does not oppose the green belt. Our, our advocacy and our efforts have all been spent on trying to make it happen in areas where we want to make it happen. Um, we spent a lot of time talking about the green belt, but mm-hmm. that is where development cannot occur. And And I'm so happy people like yourself are asking these questions because... We need to spend more time on talking about uh, the growth plan, which is about where and how development can occur over the over the next number of years.
0: When you talk about the green belt, though, I mean, it was, you know, kind of arbitrarily chosen just. Whew, this is the area we 're going to pick it didn't seem like a lot of thought uh, actually went into where the green belt was being placed. Can you see a time where we are trading off areas of the green belt and saying actually this area wasn't well thought out we'll take this area, which isn't part of the green belt let's add that to the green belt and let's trade off some of this area, which actually would be better served as uh, to help out with this problem with uh, housing
1: and I think that's a, another excellent point. I think that's the the province is beginning to ask those kinds of questions. Are there areas where um, the line could be could be moved uh, the growth plan, which we like to talk about, really does set a strong emphasis on intensification and that really does require more development to occur within established areas that 's where we we as an industry need to focus on because that 's where the medium the shorter term and medium term solutions can be found and we we need to start on that now put a bit of sense of urgency in the discussion
0: so brian you're saying that there there is available land to be uh it's service land it's connected to municipal water and wastewater systems it can accommodate some more development why aren't we building on that land uh in a more uh speedy process
1: well what i hear from our members that uh approved doesn't always mean ready to build to be built uh for example, in the in the regions, there are lands that are serviced and draft approved for low-rise homes, but uh, there's lengthy and um, very difficult to fulfill conditions. In the city of Toronto, uh, we have many members who are just in the process of waiting for city permits and other approvals to build. Uh, our members look for approval as almost permit ready so you're able to get a building permit today. The problem if you don't have them permit ready is there's no guarantee to the homeowner that you can build that house in the time frame you've guaranteed for it to be built and contractually uh, obligated to build. And. That is where our industry looks at approved and ready to go. When you can go into the municipality and secure a building permit and have that building and that home built in the time frame which you've agreed to to the public.
0: Brian, do you think we're going to see a shift in uh, those single family homes and uh, moving on to the high rises outside the the uh, city in other places of the GTA? Like, are we going to see, you know, some apartment buildings going up in the Halton area or you know areas that were you know are close to Greenbelt?
1: We've already began to see that most notably in York Region, not to a great extent, uh, but we find uh, high rise in the regions to be an affordable option for people and uh, consumers are beginning to look in those areas for uh, options in housing. You see some happening in the Von Metropolitan Center. You see some along uh, Richmond Hill and and in the areas around uh, the Young Subway Extension. So we're beginning to see that. Again, it's, it's the affordable option.
0: And and it's not just uh, it's it's more about the demand and less about the desire. Is that correct? Or have we got an equal uh, desire to demand situation?
1: Oh, I think our our supply our demand for housing far exceeds the supply that's available and this is most notable in ground related homes. When we talked about just the supply and building inventories it's even been more dramatic the change in mix of the GTA's housing supply and the drop of the supply of new ground related homes. You know 10 years ago half the homes in the builder inventory were low-rise homes and Mm. and that's in around 30,000 so in around 15,000. Today, um, 10 years ago, there were 17,300 uh, low-rise homes in builder inventories in the GTA. Last month, there were 1,001. Mm-hmm. And so we're, we're selling. And that's part of the reason, uh, Kelly, that you hear the stories of people lining up in the, uh, the 905 areas looking for homes and waiting days to actually be the first in line to purchase homes. I've been in the business for a very, very long time, and i've really never never seen such a disconnect between the public policy, which is to intensify and, you know the public perception and not in my backyard is a huge problem that we have in the in the greater Toronto area in Toronto where people don't want intensification and then the third is what the market is actually asking for, and they're asking for something on the ground. And it's not necessarily a single family dwelling. Uh, the townhomes have become the new singles in the 905.
0: Sure. And you know there's a lot of people retiring wanting to downsize. They don't mind that the, the smaller yard and such. I really appreciate your time today, Brian.
1: It's a pleasure, Kelly. Anytime.
0: Thank you very much. Brian Tucky is CEO of Build, the Building Industry and Land Development Association.